Hello and welcome everybody. Hello. Hi. Um, today we are on location, quote unquote, in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Very nice. Yes. For episode... Episode 34 of Down Murder Lane, a true crime podcast. 34 episodes. At 34. I had my second... I had my daughter. Bam! Yeah. So that was an okay year. Yeah. I had... I was pregnant for a lot of 34. I had Nolan when I was barely 35. Yeah. They had to bump me into geriatric pregnancy. <laughs> and it was like real funny when my OBGYN did that and she's like giggling because she's like... Oh, you're due right after your 35th birthday. She yeah. was like, you're going to be geriatric. geriatric. And I'm like, fuck. never want to hear that word. I never want to hear my doctor say that. The I mean, one it's thing, coming. I understand. I mean, the but. one thing that's cool about it is you get, like, tons of ultrasounds. Yeah. Because you're geriatric. Yeah. And, you know, I was, like, super healthy. Like, everything was fine. But I got Good tons age. of ultrasounds because I was geriatric. So episode 34, our geriatric episode. Not quite geriatric. <laughs> Almost. This is like pre-geriatric. Yeah. The next episode is, is geriatric. Be, so and it's going to be a New Orleans one, probably. It will be New Orleans. Yes. And so we hope it, it needs to be one of the old people. <laughs> we need to change our case. It needs to be okay. somebody geriatric. All right. Sorry. All right. Okay. Kenosha. So yeah, we are in Kenosha to discuss the case of Donna Matthews. So Donna Matthews is the murderer Oh. And the murderee is Michael Guyan. So the case of Donna Matthews and Michael Guyan. Okay. Don't know this one at all. This is a pretty crazy one. I'm excited. Um, I'm pretty excited about it, too. I really had not heard a whole lot about it. This is one where um, my kiddo and I were just exploring and going on dates, and he, we wanted to check out a new part of the lakefront, and then I found this case. Awesome. So sitting across from me is Jessica. And that's Heather. Yep. And uh, we are going to take a trip with me and Nate Dog down Murder Lane. <laughs> Nate. Okay, so getting into it. July 26th, 2016 was a Tuesday like any other for a crew of City of Kenosha city workers. Kenosha. Kenosha. So this <laughs> Can I just tell you a story about Kenosha really quick? Of course. <laughs> so when I worked for my last company, I had a store in Kenosha. That's why I'm last because there was just so much shit that went down there. Kenosha? Yes. Yeah. So I get a call one morning. It's like five o'clock in the morning mm. and I get woken up by a manager and he's like, you're never going to believe this. Oh, shit. Something in our, you showed up at your store. Kenosha the glass, Kmart? Yep. The glass is going to be shattered. I'm like, yeah. whatever. That's happens. Yeah. He's like, no. He's like, I'm going to send you a picture. And he sends me the picture and I died because it is, he walked up to open the building and it's white building on the outside and somebody had spray painted in a a huge penis (gasps) with like stuff coming out the top. Oh, wow. Like Like a riser. Like a huge one. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) And I'm laughing and I was like, well, we can't open the store until we go out there <laughs> and then we also had this rule we could not <laughs> it was a huge penis <laughs> oh i hope jim sinecki hears this because he knows this story um why are dicks so funny it's hilarious <laughs> like that video yes. that sarah posted yes. yesterday oh my god i was crying i know because ah, uh, mr vane that one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay but we also had a rule that we could not paint over gang signals because it could be like 
evidence, like it, a well, clue be, of what's um, going to happen, like a fight? No, like it could be put us in danger if we went out there okay. and covered it because mm-hmm. now we're covering a gang right. marked spot. So we had to wait for facilities to get there for them to do it. Mm. So we could not open the store. So you could not cover the penis. Could not cover it. So we could not open the store until the penis got covered. That's amazing. Anyway, okay, sorry. All right. Kenosha. So not sure if that was what they encountered that day. It was a little bit different. Not a what Tuesday they like mine. Right. So this city worker team, while preparing to work on the sidewalk of 59th Place near 3rd Avenue, the crew passed a home on the corner and noticed a rank odor. Okay. And an excessive amount of flies. Never good. Ew. And it wasn't garbage day. Mm. Right. Then they called the police to do a welfare check of whomever was inside this house. Inside, police found a body in advanced stage of decomposition, which made identifying the body very difficult. Okay. An autopsy was performed the next day, and the body was identified as Michael Guyon, age 51. Guyon's death was ruled as a homicide. The autopsy revealed that Guyon had suffered multiple gunshot wounds, two to the chest and one to the right forearm. Hmm. The autopsy report estimated that Guyon had been dead about three weeks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So a criminal complaint states that when Guyon's body was found, a detective noted what appeared to be bullet wounds to his chest area. One bullet was recovered from the floor near Guyon's body. Also, according to the complaint, investigators noted that an iPad and Guyon's wallet were not taken from the home, but an iPhone 6 was recorded to be missing. Okay. So, didn't take his money, didn't take his iPad. But took the phone. But took his phone. I wonder if they opened the iPad and looked it up, see if it was connected, and, oh, are you going to get there? Okay. Read the text messages and... Right. The text messages. Yeah. This led investigators to think this was not a robbery and that the killer knew Guyon. In their investigation, one name kept popping up. Guyon's on-again and off-again ex-girlfriend, Donna Matthews. Okay. Donna Matthews and Michael Guyon were both out of long-term relationships that involved children when they met five years before his death. They fell in love quickly, and it was reported that they enjoyed traveling together throughout the U.S., Their relationship was described as passionate and loving until people close to the couple said that Michael started to become controlling and abusive. The couple often broke up and got back together, and Donna eventually moved repeatedly to different states to try to get away from him. Guyon was always able to locate her, and they would get back together. Scary. So, just toxic. Mm -hmm. Just real toxic. they settled on Kenosha? I don't know. That's where they were both from. Oh, okay. So she was, like, trying to move to, like, Colorado. She moved to North Carolina. He would find her. They would get back together. It was fucked okay. up. So co-workers of Donna's report that Guyon would randomly show up at her work and that he would send her harassing text messages threatening to kill her and then himself. Jeez. Donna filed a restraining order against Michael in 2015. According to Donna, after that, Michael then posted private sexual pictures he had taken of Donna on Facebook for her friends and family to see. Oh, my gosh. Like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So he said he would remove the photos if she lifted the restraining order against him, which she did. Of course. Friends and family said that Donna was afraid to to make Michael angry. Donna was living in Hawaii in 2016 
and was repeatedly still being harassed. Jeez. Yeah. Can't get any farther. Like, I'm going to get as farther as I can. She was also being abused and threatened by Michael. Donna went to her older brother, Derek Matthews, and detailed the abuse and the reported fear she was living in. After Guyon was found dead, investigators began to look into Donna Matthews and tried to interview her brother. When they were not able to locate him initially, they were able to interview a downstairs neighbor of her brother. This neighbor told investigators that he knew Donna Matthews and was aware of the history between Donna and Michael. According to the complaint, this man told investigators there had been multiple phone and text message conversations regarding Donna Matthews wanting to kill Guyon hmm. for the way she'd been treated and for alleged threats Guyon had made to her and her family prior to July 4th. Okay. So this is also appropriate because it was just July birthday. 4th, my birthday. Yeah. So shit went down on July 4th. All right. All right. Do you hear about, like, this last weekend or July 4th weekend, like, how many shootings and yeah. all that stuff? Just crazy. People are fucking wilding out they all the time. out right now. All the time on New Year's Eve and July 4th. Be safe out there, lane yeah. lovers. No shit. Right. Don't go to Kenosha. No. <laughs> Another I city. did go there. And it was actually can. really pretty. Like, the lakefront and stuff oh, was, the like, front, real sure. pretty. But this house is right by the lakefront. It's it not is? in the ghetto. It's, like, in a nice oh. area. It's a very nice area. It's cute. Okay. Super cute. Okay. Well, they, in one time at this other store, we had, a, there was something in Kenosha, 50th Street. Yeah. There's all these like apartments across the street from the Kmart. And one time this guy runs in and he had, his girlfriend had stabbed him. He ran, a, he ran in to the garden center from the apartments across the street. And he's like, my girlfriend stabbed me. I'm like, okay, get out of here. Scram. Yeah. Skedaddle. So that's why I'm thinking Kenosha, like... Penises and stabbings. Yeah. And you're saying it's a nice, like, front. Well, I mean, it's like, <laughs> Kenosha's big. And Kenosha has, like, some hood parts in it. Racine has some hood parts. And then there's also, like, really nice parts, too. And Kenosha's on the map now. Everyone knows about it because of all the, the riots protests. last summer. And Jacob Blake. Yep. And now Rittenhouse and all that. And Rittenhouse. And when I went, I drove downtown in Kenosha, and there's still a lot of buildings that have a lot of damage and are boarded up. Jeez. And it's really sad because the downtown is super cute. Yeah. Super cute downtown. Okay. I've never been downtown. It's real cute. Okay. But it was, there's still like a lot of um, buildings that are damaged, mm-hmm. boarded up, smoke damage. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So Derek Matthews' downstairs neighbor said he saw Derek leave the house. It must have been like a duplex. Okay. On July 4th and then come home for a short period before leaving again. So he left, came back, and then left again. This man told investigators Derek Matthews owned a gun, which was a small caliber snub-nose revolver, and he recalled Matthews telling him that July 4th would be a good time to test the gun because no one would know the difference during the fireworks. I always think that. Right. Like, if somebody's going to get shot, it's going to be now because no one's going to go. They're not going to go on, like, the next door app and say, was that... (laughs) <laughs> is there a, have you had gunshots or is it a car backfire? Good old Gladys from the next door app. Was that a gunshot? It's or? a coyote with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I need to stop totally. interrupting. No, it's fine. I like it. The neighbors noted that after July 4th, Derek's demeanor was depleted and that he feared he was suicidal. He just was, he did not seem okay after July 4th. The complaint states 
that a search warrant was executed on Derek Matthews' home and a box of ammunition was found with five rounds missing. The complaint states that Derek Matthews told investigators he owned a 38 caliber revolver, but he had taken it to Michigan and lost it. What? Who loses a fucking gun? I know. In okay. Michigan. In Michigan. I took it. I took my gun to Michigan and then I just lost it. Yeah. I don't know. It just yeah. fell out of my pants. Didn't say nothing about it. Yeah, just... I just lost it. Just, right. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Derek Matthews was interviewed on July 31st. And according to the complaint, he told investigators that in the week to months prior to July 4th, his sister Donna had reached out to him asking for help in dealing with Guyon, her ex-boyfriend. Derek stated that his sister, quote-unquote, feared for her life. Derek Matthews said that Donna asked him if she could buy his gun from him, and he quoted her a price of $500. He told her it would need to be thrown out after using it. Why? Where did it come from? Where did he get it from? Right. Jeez. I don't know. Derek Matthews told investigators that he was aware that Donna had a plan to kill Guyon. Hmm. According to the complaint, Donna Matthews told her brother that Guyon had purchased a plane ticket for her for a flight on July 5th. But instead, she flew from Hawaii to Chicago on July 4th and took a bus to the Brat Stop, which is a bar in Kenosha. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, been the there. Brat Stop. Mm-hmm. To see, like, a boy band or something? No, I think we're just being out there once, like, to get food or something yeah it's pretty fun yeah not to see a boy band so ex-boy well i don't know you go to bars in the middle of nowhere to see boy band yeah i oh, did too coming. with you i know i saw okay and i we can't have to go. write why i think i have like a wedding or something that night it's, it's like yeah i'm i think i have like a rehearsal i think it's in madison Dang or i'm it. gonna be out of town okay so all right so dude purchased a plane ticket for her to fly from hawaii to Kenosha on July 5th, but instead she flew from Hawaii to Chicago on July 4th and then took a bus to the Brat Stop in Kenosha. Derek told investigators that on July 4th he met his sister at the Brat Stop and took her to a hotel where he got her a room. Donna Matthews paid Derek the $500 for the gun, and then Derek told investigators he was aware that Donna was going to kill Michael and that he believed it was a life-or-death situation for his sister. Okay. According to the complaint, on the evening of July 4th, Derek Matthews drove Donna to the area near Guyon's home and dropped her off. Donna took Derek's gun with her. The brother and sister met up later on July 4th. When they met up, the complaint indicates Derek said that his sister's hands were trembling and she was wearing a different shirt and hat than she was wearing when he dropped her off. Okay. She just did some shit. Yeah. That's why. According to the complaint, Donna told Derek she made her way into Guyon's house and hid. Eventually, Donna said she came out of hiding and shot him five times. So that's why five rounds were missing. missing. Okay. Donna Matthews told her brother that there was a lot of blood and she spotted Guyon's phone on the counter, so she took it. She told her brother she planned to hold onto the phone because there were messages there that would save her if this all came to light. Hmm. Meaning like text messages that showed that he was abusing her and threatening her. Yeah. Because she was saying that he said, if you don't come here on July 5th, I'm going to kill your family. Yeah. She was saying he was saying that. Saying that? Okay. Right. Donna then gave the gun back to her brother, but she bought it. So yeah, it's like, her gun. Yeah. To get the money back? And he noted there was blood on the handle when he got it back. He told investigators he later gave the gun to his ex-wife. 
And then the gun was recovered at her home in Zion, Illinois, which is just south of the border on July 30th. Sorry, if like somebody, I don't care who the fuck they are, is like, here's a gun. I'm not keeping it. No. Be like, no, thank you. Get that shit out of here. Some bitch assness. That is bitch assness. But on whose part? All their parts? Well, why is the Donna wife, giving why? the gun back? She bought it. She's yeah. deal with that shit. It's but your he was gun. Bitch assness for even charging her for a gun. Yeah. Like it's your sister. sister. Let her borrow it. Yeah. Exactly. Like if you really think that your sister's life is in danger, why mm-hmm. does she have to buy a gun from you? Exactly. And also, if you really feel like your life is in danger, like, she had no, like, felonies in her record or anything. Go fucking buy a gun. Yeah. Of your own. You can get one. Yeah. Or maybe he got it illegally somehow. But he so had a clean record, too, because I was looking. Yeah, it couldn't be traced. Sorry. It's okay. I'm tired, too. I know. I'm exhausted. My kid woke me up at 4.30 in the morning today. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Oh, kids. <sighs> and now Snoop's trying to help us out. But now yeah. Snoop's just making me tired today. Yeah. All right. But we have vacation next week, so it's yeah, everything's going to be okay. It's going to be great. Like, if I squint, I can see vacation. I know. I'm like, oh, vacation. vacation. I see it's you. Coming. I see you in the distance. <laughs> okay. drinks. So, but then the wife, the ex-wife drinks. took it. Yeah. like fuck. And kept it? She got rid of it. I would have been like, dude, no. Like, yeah. you take this fucking thing out of here. Yeah. All right. So then Derek told investigators he and his sister took the casings and threw them into the lake after July 4th. So Lake Michigan. Okay. A third Matthews sibling, Damon Matthews. So we got Donna, Derek, and Damon. Triple D. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. So Damon Matthews told news outlets and investigators that Donna had been a longtime victim of Michael Guyon's abuse. The other brother, Damon, said he read texts where he threatened Donna and that in the restraining order filed in July 2015... She wrote that after she broke up with Guyan, he stole her belongings and stalked her. Okay. As previously mentioned, she asked the court to remove the restraining order in November 2015. Because he posted those sexy pics. Yeah. And she was embarrassed, and she was like, get rid of them. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, I will only get rid of them if you drop the TRO. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Based upon the information uncovered from the neighbor and Derek Matthews, arrest warrants were issued for both. Derek Matthews was arrested on August 1st, 2016, and Donna was arrested in Seattle, Washington on August 3rd, 2016. She knew how to get around. She knew how to... She did. She's like, I'm fucking out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Both were charged with first-degree intentional homicide. Why was the brother? I don't know. Just, he should be an accessory, but... Yeah. Donna was also charged with burglary while armed as she took Michael's phone when she left his house after shooting him. Yeah. Donna's trial began in June 2017, and it lasted two weeks. From the beginning of the trial, Matthews admitted she shot and killed her former boyfriend at his home on July 4th, 2016. She admitted to traveling to Kenosha from her new home in Hawaii and to shooting Michael inside his home near Eichelman Park. And I played at Eichelman Park with my kid. Yeah. 
like right there. It's a really nice park. It's right on the lakefront, and that's where the city of Kenosha shoots off the fireworks on July 4th. Okay. So it was a good plan. Plan, yeah. Because the house is literally a block away from the park. Yeah. You can see the lake from the house. Yeah. It's very pretty. So people are like, oh, what was that? Oh, they're just testing the fireworks. Right. Yeah. And there's people in commotion everywhere. Yeah. So if you hear a noise, it's just like, oh, okay, they're just testing the fireworks. Oh, they're shooting off. Fire. Right. Yeah. So thousands of people were gathered at Eichelman Park on the lakefront for Fourth of July festivities and fireworks. Okay. Matthew's attorney argued she was driven to kill Guyon in self-defense, saying she was reacting to his threats that he would kill her or members of her family if she didn't return to him on July 5th. Prosecutors portrayed Matthews as a manipulative liar, arguing she was motivated not by self-defense, but by embarrassment over him posting humiliating sexual photographs of her on social media. Okay. In their closing arguments, the attorneys presented very different versions of both Matthews and Guyon. The prosecutor pointed out that Matthews had lied to her family members repeatedly in the past about returning to Guyon after breakups. Like, she would tell them we're broken up, but then she was really back together with him. Yeah. Telling family and friends she was trying to escape him at times that she was actually, like, with him. Prosecution said there was no evidence that Guyon was violent or had threatened violence, instead calling him basically just bothersome. Yeah. Yeah. They said Matthews manipulated Guyon into doing what she wanted, saying that Michael just wanted to feel desired and loved. Mm -hmm. During the defense attorney's closing arguments, they said Guyon was violent and a stalker and that he had beaten another woman so badly that she was hospitalized. And this woman also testified in the case. And that he had stalked not only Matthews, but also Donna's friends, Mm -hmm. too. He read text text messages, right? Right. He read text messages in which Guyon appeared to threaten Matthews, including one of which said, you die, then I die. I'm ready. Yikes. They dis- then they described him as a degenerate and a sadist. Hmm. They both sound fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of A lot of toxicity craziness. here. Yeah. It took the jury two and a half hours to reach a decision. They rejected the self-defense argument and found Donna guilty of first-degree intentional homicide. Yeah. In reaching its verdict, the jury not only rejected the argument that Donna killed Michael in self-defense, but they also rejected the possible lesser verdict of second-degree intentional homicide. She flew from Hawaii. Correct. It's a lot of time to... Right. You know. Jurors were given the instruction that they could find Matthews guilty of second-degree intentional homicide if they believed that she thought she was acting in self-defense, but that she was not, but that was not reasonable in that belief. They believed the murder was carefully planned and premeditated with the long journey from Hawaii, because she had the whole time to think about it, to Kenosha, and then the very deliberate planning of shooting him during the fireworks. The jury did find Matthews not guilty of the burglary. They were just like, whatever about that. Well, they just throw all the charges on, hoping something will stick. exactly. So Donna was sentenced to life in prison on August August 31st, 2018, she wept and shouted, like, super dramatic. You can see the videos. Oh, I can't like, wait to see the video. Oh, my God. So fucking dramatic. Okay. Really? Just, like, drama as fuck. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I'm looking them up. Yeah, so bitch is weeping and <laughs> crying and all shit. Okay. Upon hearing the verdict, stating, I don't want to die in prison! <laughs> she didn't get the death penalty, did she? No, we don't have that in Wisconsin. But she was going to get a life sentence. Yeah. So she asked for mercy from the judge, 
and then apologized to her family as well as Guyon's family. Okay. So prior to the sentencing, the court received letters from many of Matthew's friends and family members asking for leniency. There were also letters from two of Guyon's family members and a friend of Guyon's lamenting his loss and describing him as caring and intelligent. Now this is interesting. So Guyon's son, who's the son of the woman that testified against him, mm-hmm. or not against him, but yeah. just saying that he was abusive, he, yeah. this son now lives on the West Coast. He wrote a letter to the court recalling the abuse he and his mother another one of Guyon's former girlfriends, suffered and expressing relief that Guyon was gone. This is his son. son. In wow. the letter, the college-age son describes a lifetime of physical and psychological abuse, saying that before Guyon's death, he stayed inside with a knife under his pillow, afraid his father would show up. The letter said, Since Miss Matthews made the difficult decision to end his life, I can truly understand the belief of safety that she wanted for her children and siblings. As a cascading effect, it has opened my life up to joy, love, and everything else a person's life is constructed by. Since Michael died, I have gone through a metamorphosis in my attitude, health, and overall being. But for this serenity, I will never look down on Donna for ridding this planet of a true monster. Jesus. So that's what his son said. Yeah. Derek Matthews pled guilty to, re- so that's brother, mm-hmm. he pled guilty to a reduced charge of second-degree intentional homicide in exchange for testifying against his sister at the trial. Or just telling what happened. Right. Ah, uh, okay. Which he already did anyways in his yeah. confession, pretty much. He was sentenced to seven years in prison. Okay. So Donna Matthews is currently incarcerated at Techita Correctional Institution. Where that's our favorite at. spot. That's Just... where all those crazy bitches yeah. be. <laughs> It's in Fond du Lac, and Derek Matthews is currently incarcerated at Oregon Correctional Institution in Oregon, Wisconsin. That's outside of Madison. My okay. sister-in-law lives there. Okay. Not in the correctional institution. She's Thank a lawyer. Goodness. Right. Yeah. She lives in Oregon. It's a nice little town. Okay. He is scheduled to be re- released into community supervision on July 18th, 2023. So he has about two years left. Okay. And that's it. Wow. So she's in there for life. Of course, she can try to get, yeah, to get parole, parole. and appeal. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that one? I just, first of all, I want to see what these people look like. That's always my big, I want to, I want to know where their text Andy. messages. There were text messages, but. And were they read? Are they part of like. A lot of them, like the ones that they said were like really bad, nobody ever saw. Because you know courts can get text messages. Yeah. They saw a lot of arguing mm-hmm. and a lot of like, if I can't have you, no one can have you. So it's perceived threats. Doesn't necessarily mean flat anything. Flat out saying I'm going to kill your family. Right. Okay. And a lot of like, come back to me or I'll find you kind of like mm-hmm. perceived threats. Yeah. It's not. You can't get, you can't like, you yeah. can't leave me, I'll find you. But then it was like, she would always go back to him. And I know that's what abused women do. Yeah. But then there were also some other texts from her that were fucked up. Yeah. So it just sounded like a very toxic Mm -hmm. relationship. Yeah. And I I don't know. I don't really know. But then, like, like his son writing that letter is kind of like, 
Yikes, yeah. It made me think, Yeah. you know, maybe she was telling the truth about really being threatened and yeah. being scared. Yeah. I don't know. So anyways, um, as I mentioned, this day went with my eight-year-old um, to Kenosha. We had fun at a splash pad and oh, rode the nice. trolley and did all sorts of fun stuff. Oh, fun. Super cute lakefront. So we visited the Michael Guyon house, which is the corner of 59th and 3rd Avenue in Kenosha. Cute little neighborhood. It's just a cute, like, older white house in the corner. The neighborhood is literally, you can see the lakefront from it. Okay. It's a nice little area, quiet. Yeah. Okay. Unassuming. And then Eichelman Park is 6125 3rd Avenue in Kenosha. Literally. A few blocks away. A block away. Yep. Um, Stop, Daddy. So those are the places. I yeah. didn't go to the Brat Stop. I mean. I mean, I wanted to, but I had my kid with me. Sounds amazing right now. I know. Go to the Brat Stop. Yeah. And see Boy Band Night. I'm really upset that you're not going to be able to go to I that. I can. I know. I saw the thing on... Um, whatever. It's like a Conkle Park and I can't go. Yeah. I know. Dang. So that's the story. Yeah. It's a really good story. Donna Matthews and Michael Guyon and their fucked up shits. Mm -hmm. Um, I also wanted to let everyone know that there is an episode of Snapped about her. Yes. And I did watch it and it's pretty good. It's season 24, episode 26. Okay. I need to write that down. And it's on Oxygen. Um, It is going to be in... Because it is part of my research for this. I did watch it. Yeah. Um, of course I watched it. I love that so show. So that is on there. And then a lot of Kenosha News articles about this. Yeah. So, um, you know the drill. On Instagram. Yep. Slide in my us. Yeah, slide in my DMs. Follow us, Down Murder Lane. Facebook. Yep. Down Murder Lane. True Crime Podcast. Yep. Email us. Yep. Down Murder Lane podcast at gmail.com and then we always forget to say this but please 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 rate and review on apple podcasts or wherever the hell you're listening to us any of those just rate and review us just be like you know if you think we're awesome please give us five stars yeah so we can get 19 crimes yeah and we need a sponsor i that picture of me with all my birthday wine I put it on our Downwater Lane Instagram stories and I tagged them? them yeah and they did see it yes that's I also wonderful. tagged Snoop, but he has not seen it yet. I'm sure his Snoop. DMs are full. Oh, I'm sure. But 19 Crimes did see it. I'm sure Snoop gets tagged in so many things every day. Yeah. So, I love it. Well, we do want them as a sponsor. Yeah. Well, thank so, goodness we still have the one sponsor, one source pest yes. control in Tampa. If you need I pest control. I will keep tagging yes. them. Yes. Until the squeaky wheel gets the motherfucking oil. <laughs> is that what it is? The squeaky wheel gets the oil. If you're loud, someone will fix it. Oh. Just bother the shit out of them. I didn't know that's how that... Squeaky wheel gets the oil. Oh, is there another analogy that's... The annoying person gets... I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Basically, squeaky wheel gets the oil. Where okay. if, like, you are, like... Mm-hmm. Keep talking to... Keep yeah. asking, they okay. will finally do something about you. They'll be like, fine, Heather. Here's one bottle. God. Shut up. You're so annoying. Okay. And we'll take it. So, do you remember the taglines? Kind of, yeah. Here you Uh, go. So, until next time. Take that trip. But pack wisely. Because you never know who you will run into. Down Down Murder Murder Lane. Lane. Bye.